and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hold on, let me do the thing. Let me do the thing. Did it okay. work? Did what work? I think it's working. Yes. Chat, can you hear music? I think you can. I'm in the wrong game. Oh, I hear music. Perfect. Thanks, Beta. So, when we last left our heroes, our companions watched as V suddenly fell unconscious to the floor, finding herself once again inside what could only be described as a nightmare. V found herself inside the Black Book, just outside of the King's Tower. Let's turn that down a little bit. There we go. Transporting her up to the top of the tower, the Nightmare King announced that he was impressed with the uniqueness of V, that her absolute lack of fear would make her an ideal candidate to be his bride once he and his brothers and sisters returned to the mortal realm. And while V adamantly objected to the proposal, the Nightmare King simply dismissed her, but not before offering a gift first. What? Awakening, V informed her friends of the Nightmare King's intentions. And while unsettled by the news, the party realized that there wasn't much to be done at this point. Two weeks passed as the party laid low in Basil's museum. And then one night, a stranger arrived, seemingly knowing all of the party's names and much of their activities. It was then revealed that his name was Pluck, an elven man sent by the Band of Liars. The liars had been watching over the group closely and was impressed by their actions against authorities within the city. So much so that they had been now invited to audition for the band, as they say. All that was needed to be done is a simple prank on some of the high society elites of Dawnsgate. That a party was occurring that evening at a local beauty parlor and the band would have the adventurer spike their drinks with a form of polymorph potion, turning all the elites into the true swines that they are for the night. Without any other allies in the city, the party accepted. Pluck then supplied them with the potions, as well as the equipment that might assist them, including rings of disguise that the town guard would not be able to trace. Our heroes then devised a very elaborate plan that involved dignitaries and an entourage of followers and I think something about prostitution. However, in typical fashion, at first sign of difficulty, the party completely scrapped their plans and made their way into the building through the side entrance as the waitstaff. And so, our story continues. You enter into the side entrance of the kitchen and preparing area. As soon as you walk in, the first thing that rings your senses is the very beautiful chamber music that seems to be playing throughout the entire establishment. A number of individuals of all shapes and sizes and denominations frantically hurry about. The sounds of clanking pots and pans are almost drowned out by the various voices shouting out instructions. Your nostrils become filled with the smells of decadent and exotic foods. 
yet your time basking in the flavorful goodness is short-lived. With your arms filled with crates and barrels, you're instructed by a dwarven man into a side room just off of the kitchen. As you enter, you see more crates and barrels stacked throughout the entire room. Needless to say that this room has been made a makeshift pantry of sorts for ingredients and other servings meant for the party. Chat, higher low for your benefit. Oh, we're starting like this? Okay. <laughs> As each of you now congregate inside of this room, what would y'all like to do? Well, I'm going to put my box down that we carried in here. Okay. Um, what's the plan? Recap here. Oh, oh, what's the plan? What's the plan? We're asking for a plan. Oh, all did right. you hear that? I tried my best, Basil, all right? Okay, look, I, I thought the plan was pretty was straightforward, actually. Aren't we just now we have the things, we put it in there when nobody's looking, and then we skedaddle, right? I mean... Well that, be, well, that would be the plan, but as I was trying to say before we suddenly barraged into the guards, if the staff drink the potion, then we have turned staff into pigs. We need to find a way to make sure that the nobles and all of the, the debutantes end up drinking it, not them. Well, let's put it in the fancier wine. Is there fancy wine in, like, the shitty wine for the staff or something? Why would Stark be drinking wine? That's a good question, too. If we put it in any of the wine, we're probably good to go. I think if we just make sure that we're serving the wine to the people who should be receiving the wine, they should be the yes. right people, right? I don't know. I have never eaten in restaurant. Typically, uh, when you go to a restaurant, Oksana... <laughs> When you go to sit there and eat, you are served by a nice, lovely person, but they don't actually consume food or beverage alongside you. It's an experience for you. Okay. Uh, question for the DM. Yes. Um, as a person with not necessarily upper class standing, but like with, with you know, mid-range standing here, um, is there a specific bottle that they would use to, like, do toasts and stuff like that? Like, like normally towards the end of the night, they'll, like, you know, like, pour a, around, like, of a specific type of thing. Uh, do they have something like that? They, there, there is some traditions around it. However, for the most parts, during these type of parties, and again, very rare that you've been to one of these. But mm. typically, you see a flutes of champagne served. Ooh, uh, what color is the potion? Uh, I believe it's. I didn't explain that to you last time. It is more of a pearlescent white mixed with a bit of gold that seems to flutter around it and swirl. All right. Uh, go with me on this. What if we don't poison the beverages, but we poison the champagne flutes? We simply apply a liberal coating of the poison around the interior, make it look like it is, um, you know, something extra special for the, the poor. They add the wine to it, it mixes with it, they drink it. This is not a bad idea. What if it dries? 
Um, then the wine or whatever we pour in it should rehydrate the mixture. Hmm. What happens if we touch it and we turn into pig? We wear gloves. But then we will just soak it up, right? Because it is liquid, no? And then... Well, I mean... Hmm. <laughs> There's only so much of this plan I'm willing to invest. I've learned my lesson, okay? <laughs> Are we poisoning the glasses or not? I think that this is probably best call, right? Because isn't that thing where they do toast, they, they do a popping of something and you open bottles, so we can't we can't put it in there because then the bottle will not do the popping. Mm. All right. So it must be the it must be the glasses, I think. I, All right. I didn't know that you popped bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I am learning very quickly. <laughs> you know, Oksana, I think you'd be amazing at popping bottles. Did you know that there's some bottles you pop with a sword? No Ooh. shit. Yeah, no, no shit. It's 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 like they 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 take it and they 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 smash it with a blade. It's it's quite quite spectacular. This I have to try. Maybe some other time. Yes, yeah, maybe, yes, maybe with the stakes are a little less high. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so spread out. Look for champagne glasses. They're like this big and they're tall, like they're thin. Well, only we big. don't have them here. They should be in the. In We're in the, the pantry. Oh, pa pantry, kitchen, whatever. The, they should be here for us to. Let's go use our there. fucking eyeballs and see right. where they are first yes. before we do anything else. Maybe um, <laughs> keeping in mind that only myself <laughs> and Basil here actually have the potions to use. So I guess you guys are on collecting flute duty. <laughs> all right v will start looking for the the flutes okay fair enough uh looking around the room you can see mostly all of the crates and barrels had been pushed to uh, either sides of the room there's some to the left there's some to the right there's a few directly in front of you which pile would you like to examine i guess the closest there's i that was not one of the options. There was to your left, to your right, and right in front of you. Fine, right in front of me. Okay. Uh, as V begins to approach the crates and barrels directly in front of her, she begins to try and pull open some of the, the boxes. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me, V. That would be a 12. A 12. You begin to pull off a few tops. The first you open up, you see uh, large bags of grained rice settled with inside of it. Clearly not what you're looking for. Moving over to the next pile, you pry open another box and there just seems to be apples inside of this one. You continue to look about, but it doesn't seem this is the area, particularly where they've stored the champagne flutes. Oksana, this would be an excellent time for you to practice and hone your deduction skills, your looking skills. Remember we talked about this last time? Yes, I am looking for champagne flute. Mm -hmm. It's like long skinny on the end and then the glass is like this big. Okay. Uh, Oksana will attempt to look, but she thinks that she's talking about an instrument. Okay, fair enough. Left or right? Left. Left? Okay. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Okay. Hey, that's not bad! 17! 17. 17. Not too bad. 
you begin to pull open very easily a few of the crate tops. No struggle for you whatsoever. The first that you crack open, you find uh, stacked beautifully is a number of pearlescent white plates as well, just to the side of it. Numerous shimmering silverware. Not the box that you're looking for, but clearly getting closer as you peel open the next. As you do, there's a, a few, a bit of hay sprawled over top of it. Finding it strange, you reach in and begin to pull out bits and pieces of the hay, only to find strange glasses that seem to be very long and thin. Uh, I don't see any flutes in here, uh, just some glasses, and I'll hold one up. Uh, some plates. That's it, That's it those. <coughs> this is a flute. Yes. I know. I know. It's a glass flute. Champagne okay. flute. As Oksana well, holds up the flute, suddenly an individual comes walking in. You can see uh, the individual is very much furred. However, relatively matted in certain places. Their long hair kind of pulled back into a little bit of a bun. Uh, some of you would recognize this as a Leonin. The individual is dressed in proper chef garbs and doesn't seem to be paying attention to you at first as he walks in, his mind completely on something else. However, looking over to all of you now standing, staring, holding these glasses... With a bit of a cocked eye, looks to you all. I say, what, what, what y'all doing in here? Oh, hello. <laughs> we are here to, to serve. We're here to work. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I can see that. You're the wait staff, I understand. But you shouldn't yeah. be in here. What are you doing in here? This is for chefs oh. only. Oh, well, well, uh, you, you you must be begging our pardons. Uh, you see, we were sent by the, the gentleman uh, offloading the uh, that their, uh, the carriage out on the side, and we brought all of the, the stuff in here when we noticed that these uh, these champagne glasses were, were, well, mighty dirty, having traveled in their crates for so long, so we were just, uh, well, we were just cleaning them up for you, making sure that they're all spick and span for tonight. All right, 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 I understand, I understand. Well... Pardon me, then. Uh, I, by the way, my name is, of course, Chef Mac. And I like all of you. If you wouldn't mind, just bringing the champagne flutes out here, maybe put them on, them on, the, on the counter right by the door over there. They're going to need uh, the champagne very soon, I assume. Just polish them up, make them look nice. I'll come check it out after. You're saving me a lot of time by doing this. Oh, well, that's no problem at all, and uh, we'll have them out there quick, smart, and in a hurry. All right. I will be inspecting them afterwards, though, so just make sure they're up to par and polished proper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right, now go Salute. on, get, get, you got hey, things to do. <laughs> just, uh, I was, yeah, I'll uh, <laughs> quickly move around. It was, uh, I, yeah, yep, grab, grab, uh, okay. Uh, okay, so I, I think these... These these things look pretty enough that we can still, you know, poison the flute. And he'd look at it and be like, I wonder what this is. Oh, it's like just like 
the champagne flute, you know, looking fancy because it's like gold and pearly. I'm hoping. But the do we chef have a backup? Flute? Or sorry, the uh, the flute glasses. Yeah, 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 the flute glasses. So the the flute glasses are very typical from what you've seen, made entirely out of crystal. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Maybe we can. Fine. Maybe it will look like polish. Let's try one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now you go. You go and get out of here. And, uh, don't spend too long. There's going to be hors d'oeuvres coming out soon. Yes, sir. Good. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. It's a wait, pleasure oh. to meet you, Mick. Hold on a second here. <laughs> Who did you say you are employed by? I don't think I've seen y'all before. God dang it. The guy. Wait, what was First, the guy's name First, we forget the name of the city. <laughs> Look, the, oh, the only thing stuck he, in my he, head is 14. Actually, he said that his name was 14. That's what I thought. Okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> I was very right. confused. Okay. Okay. Um, Grimoire, go ahead and make a deception check for me. I thought his name was 14. <laughs> I, don't think we, I don't think we got. Oh, no. He did have a we, name. He did have a name. He absolutely had a he name. He had a very specific name. He did. That is a 14. A 14 oh, for 14. Funny. I'll allow it. <laughs> Oh shit, I didn't even realize. All right, yeah. Oh, I think y'all I think y'all talking about Acorn. He's not the smartest one. He has problems with doing the maths. I I understand. Maths are hard. They're real hard. All right, well, out of here then. Let me get back to work and you got a couple moments, but get those polished up real good and nice. Get them on the golden platters. Make sure they're ready and presented to go for the champagne. I'll make sure to come bring over some hors d'oeuvres very soon. Okay. All right, I'll um, I'll I'll help grab the crate and move it out into the uh, the main kitchen area. Okay. As you do, you do take notice just very close to the doorway. There does seem to be a countertop, which seems to be almost like a staging area that's being used. You can see on half of it there are a number of silver platters are there going up with an assortment of different hors d'oeuvres. Very, very classy. The other seemingly uh, completely empty at this point in time. Probably meant for drinks. Where are uh, where are the gold platters? Are they in the box? I go through the box. Okay. <laughs> I remember as, you saying that there were plates. As you as you begin to go through, you lift off some of the pearled plates and do in fact find six beautiful golden platters there we go i'll put them on the other side of the staging area okay uh can i take a look around is there anybody else in the kitchen there is a number of individuals at first glance there's probably about 10 to 15 individuals all scurrying about most of them not paying attention to anyone else but their own duty and task that's laid out in front of them Guys, I say we go for it. Just be confident, pretend it is polish, put it on little rag, polish them up. Yeah, I mean, that seems simple enough, right? Yes. Okay. Why don't I go just ahead. stand in front of... Uh, v will just stand in front of to try and, like, block some eye lines. I know she won't be able to block everyone, but she'll just try and make some cover. Okay, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. 
I like those. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 17 plus 10, baby. 27. Jesus Christ. Bards, am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, so you are easily able to stand in front. A few individuals walk by, some of the other wait staff, as well as a couple well-suited uh, attendees, which is typical for these kind of parties. Uh, while some of them try and stop and make a little bit of conversation, maybe take a look at uh, essentially what you're doing, most of them you're able to overcome. Not a problem. Oksana, um, you, what are you doing if you don't have any of the potions? Oksana, oh, go ahead. I was just going to mention that uh, Grimoire was going to look for a few rags that he can, like, douse the oh, uh okay the potion with and then hand out rags up there uh what's your passive perception i think it's 11 or 13 passive perception i think yours is, is is pretty high 16 16 yeah you're easily able to find a couple leftover cloth white cloths that seem to be laying around the kitchen um you are easily able to take a few off the stack no one the wiser And I'll uh, just douse, since V's already doing something, I'll douse four of, or, yeah, four of them, and hand them to everyone else, respectively. Okay, fair enough. As uh, you begin to douse them. Um, now, keep in mind that dousing them is only going to put a very small amount on the cloths. But with that said, you begin to pass I, them around. I guess around. I would just put the potion in the middle then so that people can like dip it and like wipe dip like wipe so like we have a kind of a thing going okay so you're putting okay. a giant bottle of potion directly in the center of the table for people i mean use? does it not look inconspicuous is it like very clearly labeled <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's 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 that a giant like, vial with three x's on the front of it and a skull yeah no okay. um, in that case uh never mind <laughs> well it, while it's not while it's not you know, looking at it at first glance, you probably wouldn't know immediately, but it does look out of place in comparison to many of the other uh, food receptacles and other things of that nature. If if he does put it out in the open, Oksana will kind of just like Don't hold drink it. it. Okay, good. Not oh. drink it. I'll just hold it and kind of like pass it to him as he needs it and um, be distracted by the odors. Okay, fair enough. In that case, go ahead, Oksana, and make a stealth check with disadvantage, as you are distracted. Okay, well... You do... I will keep in mind, you do have a temptation dice available to you right now. Oh, no. It's too too low. Uh, That's going to be an 8 on the stealth. Okay. Um, uh, While Oksana begins to pass it around to each of you, her eyeline begins to divert away from the group as she begins to look at all the delicious morsels and succulents that are all around the room. Grimoire, you take note of this um, as it looks like Oksana is about to kind of barrel directly towards the food. Hey, 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 hey. Wake up. Come on, man. <laughs> we got shit we're doing here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't remember the last time well, I, I ate them. I'll steal you some later. Just oh, thank you. Okay. I'll so the them. As many as possible. Yeah, I'll, I'll fill some pockets. 
<laughs> With the conversation being had, it seems that Chef Mac has now taken note of Oksana starting to make her way over to the table, and realizing that you're probably done with polishing the flutes, begins to walk over to you all. All right now, all right now, if you're all done with those, those glasses. All of these here are hors d'oeuvres that need to go out. There's one for each of you, just pick up a plate and walk them around the room. Um, it seems you were able to get three of the glasses done. Okay. I need everybody to go ahead and uh, make charisma saving throws for me. I know. Whoever does charisma saving throws, this guy. It's not very charismatic. 21. Uh, nat 20. <laughs> I was like, not very charismatic, but... 18. 10. Okay. For a total of 21. Uh, alright. So, in that case, Bob, yours was a natural 20? Okay, fair enough. Uh, in that case, then... It looks like... Okay, fair enough. Very good. Alright, uh, each of you taking one of the trays of hors d'oeuvres into your hands, you begin to walk out into the... Uh, formal reception area. As you enter into the reception area, you see a number of well-dressed women gathered around in groups. The room just reeks of high society. Rich and bold colors adorn the walls, accenting, accented with elaborate moldings. You can see lavish furnish, furnishings made of highly polished woods wrapped in rich fabrics. Fine antiques and art and other expensive items decorate the room to convey a sense of status and wealth. Now, while most of the attendees are women, there are a few men in the room as well. Most of them seem to have broken into groups, group, groupings of six, or six groupings, I guess is the best way to put it, with a few individuals kind of floating around. Um... Oksana, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Oh boy. That's going to be a one. A one, okay. <laughs> you begin to approach a one of the groups of women with hors d'oeuvres in your hand. As you begin to walk over, a few of the women take note of you as they open up into more of a semicircle while allowing you to walk through, walking up to the woman standing directly in the center. You can see that she wears a long, I guess, ankle-length skirt made completely of a, a greenish wool. Her blouse has a bit of a high collar and very long sleeves with delicate lace detailing around the collars and the cuffs. As you begin to approach, the woman looks to you. Oh, it's about time that they serve some kind of food around here. And what exactly do you have there? Yes, of course, madam. Uh, what the hell is on my plate? <laughs> you can see on your know. plate, uh, it looks to be the caps of mushrooms with some kind of filling inside of it. You would have no idea what it is. Does it look like a jelly or a cheese or... 
It's no. filling that's not necessarily fully solid, not necessarily a liquid. Okay. And it's opaque, if that helps. We have here for you some stuffed mushrooms. The chef specialty. Oh, the chef's specialty. And what exactly are they filled with? They are filled with very <laughs> delicious type of cream. Oh, dear. <laughs> she looks to her friends. Well, looks like Elizabeth didn't hire the best or smartest of help as the women kind of all cackle around in a very mean girl type of way. And what a strange accent you have there. Is, is that somewhere from below dog's breath? Again, the cackling of the hounds continue out forward. Well, is there anything you have to say for yourself, dear? Forgive me, madam. I will leave if you would not like one. No, it's fine. We'll all take some. As each of them, like vultures, begin to pick off the mushrooms off the plate. Now you may go. And has a very plastic smile plastered across her face. She will, like, you can tell she's upset, but she is composed. She is a team player. And she bows, and then she leaves. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, Basil <laughs> seeing that and hearing that, do, do, well, actually, do I hear and see that? You would, as you have not approached your group yet. I, 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 will, are they on the way to my group that I'm going with my hors d'oeuvres? Um, sure, why not? It would be in the rel relative's facility. Okay, as I walk past, I'm going to talk to the lead cackling witch. Well, whisper very surreptitiously. Madam, you seem to have spilled something on your neck there. Oh, I, I and have. Then, and then I'll walk past and say nothing else. As Fuck your face, and you, you can look at you can she, she can look for that all night. As <laughs> as you continue to walk past, head held high over to your group, you give a little bit of a glance back, and you can see she seems to be kind of pushing up her high collar, trying to be as as slick and stealthy as possible. Uh, Basil, go ahead and roll a d six for me. All right, uh, go go power d six. That is a one. A one. Uh, okay. As you approach the next group, you can tell the women in this group are... What's the politically correct way to say this? Uh -oh. Um, Smashed. Dang. Oh. oh. <laughs> a lot of them loudly giggling about some making a a a number of strange gestures around or gestures around and and clearly speaking higher than most others in the group. As you begin to walk over, their group, their circle begins to stumble out a little bit more into that of a semicircle. 
You can see the woman directly in the center wears a very luxurious satin red outfit. You see a, a low neckline and a full and flowing skirt. You can see that she also wears delicate white gloves that reach up to her elbow. She adorns a very elaborate necklace with matching earrings, which you would assume would probably be either sapphires or some type of blue emerald. Or, sorry, blue jewel. Blue jewel. As you approach, uh, most of the ladies stop for a moment and immediately turn their gaze towards you. You can see the eyes of the woman in the center suddenly become very soft and even seductive. Well, 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 what do we have here? Ah, well, this is the chef's specialty mushroom hors d'oeuvres. Freshly picked this morning, Mom, as I uh, uh, as I offer the plate, uh, but keep my head uh, kind of uh, a little bit above the plate, but below her eye line. Below the plate, above her uh, eye Above line. the plate, below her eye line. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a giraffe. It's it's All right, uh, part, of, part, of, part of butlering. The staff doesn't look into the eyes of the people ah, serving. I see what, okay, I understand above. what you're trying to say. Perfect. Uh, as you offer the plate forward, you hear whispering and snickers onto the the sides. The women, the woman in the center, reaches over, grabbing one of the mushrooms. However, putting some pressure on the plate directly as she begins to push the tray down, revealing your face in its entirety. Well. These don't look to be the only thing delicious enough to eat. As she takes a very seductive bite out of the mushroom. Uh, oh my. Well, I... What's the reaction from any of the other female guests that are in this group? Um, They're more or less just observers almost like an audience to uh, the play that is put on directly in front of her uh, them okay i will match the performance uh i'm going to switch and uh basil goes from kind of like this nervous moment to realizing with everyone kind of watching this is like one of those like one of those like upper class, like you know, like they're they're putting on a show. So he puts on it on as well and throws back. Well, if you think that the hors d'oeuvres are delicious, then you're going to love dessert. As you say this, she immediately picks up on what you're putting down as she begins to move the platter off to the side, pushing your hand out to open up your stance a little bit more as she closes the gap in between you. She quickly comes up into your personal space as she draws her finger down your jawline. And when exactly is dessert served? Well, if I told you that, the anticipation would ruin the sweetness. Her finger continues to draw down your chin, moving down to your neckline, across your chests, and down the front of your shirts, 
before it begins to disappear below the belt line. Christian oh, Minecraft server. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Basil's not going to hold out for that one. Uh, he, he, he just says, Oh, coming, and I'm going to, I'm going to spin. Uh, and, and I'm going to... Okay, so as, as he spins, he's going to... Um, Change hands with the uh, the hors d'oeuvres and and surreptitiously pretend like one of the other groups has called him. Okay, as uh, as as you begin to spin, you feel her grip uh, of her other hand directly on the collar of your shirt as she pulls you forward very aggressively. Well, no, where do you think you're going? Oh, I, I, I believe the kitchen has just called for the, uh, the, the next course, and I am afraid, uh, as lovely as this is, I am working and uh, would not be want to be in dereliction of my duties. He has a girlfriend. <laughs> Bright red. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see a reaction to the woman, or of the woman, as she continues to hold your clothes. What? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't disappoint a guest, now, would you? Ew. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm afraid I. I no, I that's not uh, the right answer. The answer is no. I would not disturb someone of my high stature. She, you see her face and demeanor now changing to that of a a venomous woman. The look on your face of shock, unsure what to do at the moment. She looks yeah. over to her companions, who seem to have a little bit of a reaction based on her demeanor, as she loosens up her grip a little bit. But, I guess, duty calls, of course, as she leans into your ear and whispers, But don't forget, I could buy you. Before she pulls back, allowing you to leave once more. Uh, yeah, Basil will will hurry away, but like as he as he gets as he gets like away away a little bit, he's like, "Why? I need to stop flirting with people. Just just, just be done." Greenwall was wrong. This is weird and scary. So terrifying. I'm going to take a rag and just, like, sort of damp my head. <laughs> just, like, I'm going to be over in this corner for a little while. Okay, fair enough. As you walk past, leading back to the area that seems to be the congregation of most of the other wait staff, you pass by uh, another grouping of women that Sicarius seems to be attending to at this point. You can tell that just listening to the reactions and the berating that's happening towards Sicarius is much, much worse than what you've just gone through. As you allow yourself a moment to kind of recollect yourself, you're immediately reminded of the demeanors of these high society individuals, the lack of respect, the entitlement. And immediately you remember exactly why you continue to do the things that you do. V, go ahead and roll a d6 for me. I'm ready. 
I'm using my sparkly dice. Okay. I feel like this is the moment for it. It's a four. A four. Very good. Okay. As you begin to approach a, a group, you take note of a woman that seems to be moving back and forth between groups a little bit. She looks a bit awkward, a bit nervous, even. As you continue to glance over the woman, she immediately takes note of you and makes eye contact. She squints her eyes towards you and cocks her head a little bit, her eyes very suspiciously looking you over. She herself wears a long flowing skirt with what looks to be a, a shimmering pink fabric. Wrapped around her waist tightly is a black corset with a very high neckline. The sleeves billow out, loosely draping down to her wrists with ruffled feather or sorry, ruffled trim and lace. She comes in closer and closer. And what does the woman do? What does she do? Are you asking me what does she do? <laughs> no. Okay. What does she do, Swiss? Stop. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Stop it. Did you know this? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, just a question. I don't know who they are, right? No, but given what Pluck had told you back at the house or the museum, you at least had an, an inkling of how he had explained it to them, which was go in as waitstaff, not whatever the hell this concocted idea of yours is. I was like, hello, dear. You look so lovely. You know what? I am so thirsty. Would you have a throat punch any, by any chance? I was going to say I hate you for making me roleplay this. <laughs> um, so hearing the throat punch, V will look at this lady in front of her and count the other members who are around and she'll say, Tristan? I, I would just wink. <laughs> okay. All right. Here, have an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> she'll offer Tristan an, an hors d'oeuvre. I would pick up a fun guy and uh, keep it in my hand for now. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> how did you how did you get here so quickly? It's probably also, not the best place to talk. How did you get in on the guest list? I tried so hard. <laughs> well, get on with it. Go serve the other guest. Alright. Well, <laughs> goodbye. Nice to meet you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> walk away, I guess, and go serve other people. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> v, you continue to go out to um, some of the other guest, 
guests, as well as the rest of you. Although your encounters with some of the other women, while similar in nature, are nowhere near as rough as the ones that Oksana and Basil and Sicarius had succumbed to. As most of your plates now being empty, suddenly a man's voice rings out from the center of the room. Drawing all of your attentions. Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mistress Lucrum has indicated that all invitees make their way into the procedure room. Uh, please follow the staircase down. The mistress will be with you shortly, and champagne will be distributed once the demonstration begins. As he makes his way over to the staircase, uh, you watch as six women from each of the groups, uh, each looking very excited and pleased with themselves, um, as each of them begin to make their way downstairs, the attendant, having just made the announcement, stands with his arm outreached, uh, indicating the way down. As the final woman passes, the rest of you now begin to congregate closer to the waitstaff area. Uh, Tristan staying relatively close within earshot, but not to be confused with uh, the waitstaff directly. The attendee looks to all of you. All right, now, chop, chop, fetch the champagne and come down immediately. The demonstration will begin in ten minutes, shop. You do not want to keep these women waiting. As he kind of nods towards you before turning and making his way down the stairs. The rest of the party continues onwards, none of them really paying attention as more of the entourages of these women seem to just begin to mingle, a very common thing in the high society. What would you guys like to do? Oksana, under her breath, will say, I hate these bitches. <laughs> um, how many, so how many women, uh, or how many people went into the underneath for the demonstration, and how many are still around? There's uh, probably roughly about 20, 25 people left in the main room. Uh, only six women went downstairs. Okay. Well, fully one of us really need to go down there, right? I mean, six flutes on one tray isn't exactly all that difficult. Are we only are we only serving champagne to three? I mean, six. <laughs> why don't we go back into the kitchen? And pop the champagne and put I'm it in the saying we should. I'm let's saying we go, should do let's that. Go. Yes, let's yeah. go. Mm. Okay. So can we can we go into the kitchen? Absolutely. As you make your way back into the kitchen, you take note of Chef Mac, who seems to be cleaning up and observing some of the other sous chefs that uh, that are frantically cleaning about. Uh, as you walk in with his arms crossed. Oh, now, here, welcome back, everyone. It's about that time for champagne. Now, they are very particular about how they like their champagne served. Each will be on its own individual platter. As you can see, he's moved each individual flute to a single one of the golden platters. Go ahead, pop the champagne, and make sure those get down to each one of those beautiful women down there. Is he? Oh. Oh. Suspense. 
the suspense is killing me. While while we wait, wait. thank you so much for the five new friends, as well as B-Town Drop and the 100. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, And for though, while uh, our good friend Jess figures out what's wrong with her technology, just a quick reminder, we are doing our dice giveaway for the evening. So make sure to use exclamation point roll in chat right now if you want to win a lovely, lovely set of liquid luck dice um just caveat you have to be a follower that's the only thing yep you're back just tell us what oxana was about to say is he still hanging around and like watching us uh he's now turned his back towards the kitchen or sorry his back towards you as he uh, continues to observe over top of the kitchen okay guys let's make it snappy all right if yes if if you need me to Distract. I can do that. So there's uh, only I'll, two uh, potion bottles. So you spike all the cups, and I'll be able to sort of like just back up and be watching the uh, guy in the kitchen to make sure he doesn't turn to face what's going on. And if he does, then she'll pop into action. Otherwise, she'll just sort of stand there have, waiting. Okay. Have, have you told us that Tristan's in the? main hall we're gonna say for the sake of the story and probably something that i neglected to tell uh, swiss dave beforehand um for the sake of the narrative tristan would have kind of wandered off at the moment unless tristan you want to do something else uh tristan might have wandered off to uh reuse his ring of disguise to become one of the wait staff as well all right sounds good uh... I wanted to turn Tristan into a pig. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, if we didn't know. Uh, all right. Um, cool. I'm going to stop poisoning we'll the, uh, the glasses. Duty. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, as you uh, pop the champagne and begin to pour it into each one of the six glasses, you can see there is also a seventh laid off to the side. Assumably... Um, you include that seventh glass within the, uh, within the pouring of the champagne. Grimoire, you spend a little bit of time trying your best to, uh, stealthily, um, I'm going to ask you to roll a stealth check, but I'm assuming it's pointless considering that, uh, you have like a billion in stealth. A twenty-seven. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, you're easily able to spike each one of the seven glasses before stowing the potion away proper. Sicarius then walks up to uh, the uh, to the platters. He hasn't said much this entire time. You can tell by the look on his face that he is not enjoying this in any way, shape, or form. And not so much the berating, but the fact that he is within this high society with these particular people seems to throw him off. Sicarius, you okay? I'm fine, as he picks up one of the platters. Let's get this over. As he turns and walks out the doorway. In a joke voice. I yeah, I'm a little fucking concerned about that. 
Yeah, I'm not happy about that either. <laughs> it's not a moment for fun for Sicarius, okay, guys? I don't want to do him dirty like that. <laughs> Just Swiss Dave, how many moments of not fun was he in? Who do you guys? Remember the time you died with that voice? <laughs> we don't have to bring that up, okay, Jess? Oh. That was a whole campaign ago, I think. <laughs> Wait, I haven't oh, killed you yet. Dave has have favorites, I? No. is all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, good to go. Yes. 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 Let's do uh, this. Though we will get back in character. Though, uh, uh, Oksana, would you would you mind swapping your uh, group with mine? The uh, the lady in red's sure, little. I... Intimidating. Sure, whatever. And... I don't care. They're all bitches to me. If that's so, yeah. not a quote, I don't know what is. <laughs> put, it on, put it on a shirt. Yeah, put that on a shirt. <laughs> so did I see Off who he was interacting with? The, would I would Oksana know who to approach? Um probably. Yeah. We'll okay. say we'll say he said for... lady in, they're lady in red, so Yeah. Okay, leaving the kitchen, each of you holding out the uh, platter with the single, now spiked, champagne in your hand. You begin to make your way down the stairs, and you find yourself in a beautiful, two-leveled gothic-style room. Dark in design, but yet it evokes a sense of mystery. And at the same time, elegance. The walls seem a, a rough st textured stone with columns reaching from the lower level up to the upper level. The upper level from what you can see is, is roughly 20 feet higher than the lower level and circles around the perimeter, perimeter being more akin to a fancy stone catwalk that um, circles the entire room. A staircase leads down to the lower level where the lower level is covered in a vibrant red carpet with golden sigils embroidered throughout. At the opposite ends of the staircase, a very large ornate stone fireplace with fire blazing inside of it. The flickering light sets a warm and welcoming mood to the room. And lastly, seven luxurious copper bathtubs have been set up around the room each filled with a very vibrant orange opaque fluid within it. You can see trails of shimmers, very similar to the potion that you've just used to spike the drinks. Each one of the tubs now bubbling softly. Very welcoming. You can see that the six women, all now set up beside one of the tubs, are all now looking very excited and have already started to disrobe down into their ba bathing gowns, each with an attendant next to them to the assist them with their more complicated process of removing some of their elaborate dress wear. What would you guys like to do? Basil turns and goes back into the kitchen for a moment. <laughs> just, he's like, whew, okay. Now, no more flirty business. 
Okay, gotta keep your head on straight. You've got a mission to do, okay? You can't just be frazzled every time you see a beautiful woman trying to seduce you. Walks out, everyone's disrobing. Nella <laughs> <laughs> starts bleeding. As you trying, all find your way downstairs to the top landing of the upper level, now standing in front of the staircase leading down into the lower area, what would you like to do? I've prepared a small something to say when we get down there, if you helps. But uh, I'll need someone persuasive to help me with this. That's me. So kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, really Why sell it. I, I can give you just... the note that I wrote down if you want, or you or I could say it, and you could just be like the presentation lady. Who are it? Uh, what? Uh, how do you want me to support you? Just I could I could play an instrument behind you while you're speaking, if you'd like. No, no. I don't think that's... No. no, no. Maybe just show them the glass and really, like, kind of like right. a saleswoman, like, you know, really, I'll like, do a uh, dance. Eye, you know. Look, watch, and V will do her trick where she takes the tray and goes like this, you know, and keeps okay. it on the... That would be an amazing thing to do, and I hope what? you don't drop the very important glass. Yeah, go ahead, right. go ahead and make a sleight of hand check for me, V. I would love to. Don't get cocky. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, and hold on. My sleight of hand is a plus six. Okay. Fair enough. All right. She's able to complete the flourish with no issues whatsoever. Uh, looking down at, uh, or I guess looking now eyeline with Grimoire. You can see a, a little bead of sweat coming off his now skin. I'm disguised as a halfling, if you were confused. <laughs> uh, so we're making our way down the stairs, right? Yep. Yep. We will follow uh, Grimoire and proceed with the plan. As soon as he starts talking, she will do some fun, persuasive acrobatics movements with her glass. Okay, fair enough. Um, to the rest of the group, are you waiting up at the top of the stairway, or are you making your way down to the lower level? I was going to make my way down and just stand beside the tub with the lady that sure. Basil told me to go okay. serve. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll go to another tub. Okay. Uh, Basil, I'm assuming yeah. you're doing the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a moment, I'll um, I'll go to the one that Oksana, the, well, the one that I told like about the stain and stuff like that. Okay. As you begin to make your way down, Tristan, you suddenly feel a uh, um, a bit of a bump as you're kind of knocked over to the side a little bit, uh, you're easily able to hold on to the, um, the platter of champagne. And as you look back, again, you see Sicarius looking very distraught and angry at this point. Oh, no, he doesn't know. Just, I didn't say anything. I forgot to tell you guys. He, walk, he walks past you and directly up to one of the women closer to the tubs. Tristan, making your way down, you find one of the remaining tub women and uh, stand by them. Their attention now being drawn to the center of the room as Grimoire and V congregate there. Ladies. <clears throat> <Sorry>. <clears throat> Ladies. 
Okay. <laughs> bring you a delicious champagne of the utmost quality from the land of Lenar. Very thin, yet visible <laughs> flakes of gold can be found floating within. The actual amount of gold has been measured at approximately 13 milligrams per bottle. We call it Gold Schwagger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in that case... V, go ahead and make a persuasion check with advantage. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I know my persuasion is really good, but I rolled a 5 and a 12. So you do have a that, temptation you, you dice. You that temptation dice right now. <laughs> is it 22, you think? Oh, with a 22? Yeah, with a 12, because I have plus 10. For, okay, I'll roll the temptation dice, just in case. It's an important roll. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, is it a D6? Yes, it is. is it? A five. So 22. Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven. 27. Okay, fair enough. As uh, Grimoire continues onward with his speech, a V allowing the glass to float around in front of her almost. Uh, with the flourishes that she's doing, very much like a Jack Astor's bartender. As Grimoire finishes his statement, all of the women now completely in awe, bright smiles across their faces, easily enjoying their time, begin to clap wildly as each of you begin to hand out the champagne to each one of the women, each of them taking the flute in their hand. As you begin to make your way back to uh, the staircase, you now see the attendee standing at the top of the stairs. Ladies, I'm pleased to announce our mistress for the evening, Miss Elizabeth, Elizabeth Lucrum, as they all begin to clap. You see now coming down the stairs a uh, bit of an older woman, probably in her 50s or 60s, albeit very difficult to tell from the amount of, well, we'll call it magical work done. Ha! <laughs> you can see above all of the beautiful dresses and gowns that you've seen for the ev evening, none more luxurious than the one that trots down the stairs right now. A flowing ball gown with voluminous skirts at the bottom that almost takes up the entirety of the staircase coming down. You can see a beautiful golden dress with what looks to be silver sprites, illusions of silver sprites, quickly zooming around her in a very coordinated fashion, almost like a choreographed dance. She holds her head up high, as holding on to her dress as she makes her way down the staircase. However, there's another individual with her. You also see a relatively young woman. She wears very uniformed robes of silvery white and sky blue. She has a crest stitched onto her breast of that of a forge 
hammer circled by a cogwheel. You also take note, her hair is pulled back tightly, very greasy, with almost like Coke bottle glasses over top of her face. She holds a stack of paper in her arms as she continues on downward, directly behind the mistress. They make their way directly to the back of the room, standing now in front of the fireplace. As Elizabeth turns and addresses the crowd. Girls, it is so wonderful to see you all here again. Margaret, you are looking fabulous as always. And Gertrude, a peach, the ripest from the top. I'm so happy you are able to join us on our monthly demonstration of the latest in cosmetic and beauty products from none other than the Drellium Institute. We have our assistant apprentice. She motions over towards the girl beside her. What are you? The small girl looking relatively frightened at the demeanor of this bolsterous woman, kind of cowers down. I'm, uh, mm, uh, Kimberthy, Kimberthy Tailsnot. Um, ah, Kimberthy. She's been assigned by the Drellium Institute, of course, to uh, give us a little bit of a demonstration, an explanation of the magics that they've been able to provide for us today. Now, Kimothy, don't embarrass me. As she moves out of the way, allowing Kimothy, Kimberthy to take the center stage. Um, yes, uh, hi. Uh, uh, so, the, the, the concoctions within your tubs are uh, meant as a bit of a reverse or anti-aging serum of, of sorts, uh, where it will literally take years off your life. Um, we've had much success in uh, devising the, the correct molecular structure needed for the magics to take place. And I'm very happy and will uh, uh, to, to, to demonstrate this all to you. Uh, in, and she begins to ramble on about an explanation more about the science of the magics itself before Elizabeth shoves her over to the side. The poor girl nearly falls over and topples over. Uh, yes, thank you so much, Kimbethy. What she's trying to say, girls, is Drellium Institute has finally learned how to reverse the aging process, only for a small dip from month to month. We are all very excited to try it, aren't we? And you can see all of the women now holding onto their champagne glasses, clapping onto the pad of their hands. All right, well, who's ready for a soak? As each of them begin to climb into the tubs directly. Elizabeth now disrobing as well. However, before she steps into the pool itself, or the bath itself, she raises her hand. I almost forgot. To all you beautiful women here, the true leaders of Dawn's Gate. 
I raise my glass to each and every one of you and wish you all a happy bath. The other women also raise their glasses up to the sky before taking a large swig of their champagne. You all, in the midst of the presentation, begin to make your way up the staircase, once again finding yourself at the upper level. And just as the last of you reach the top, you hear coughing from one of the women. Each of the you turning for a moment, looking down at to see the fruits of your labor. However, as you turn around, you look towards the woman who is just coughing, and her hair now completely soaking wet. She doesn't seem to be coughing on the potion at all, but instead the liquid found within the bathtubs. You look over to the left, and all of a sudden a, a yelp is heard, as another woman is seemingly pulled down directly into the bathtub. You watch over to the right as a large tendril of liquid now comes out of the bathtub, dunking the woman back down. As you do, you watch as Elizabeth begins to look frantically all around, uh, Kimbethy as well, gripping onto her papers as she pulls back towards the fireplace. You watch as some of the liquid now pulling up out of the ground, they're seemingly forming creatures, if you will, or faces directly in the center of it. Something you've seen, or at least is very familiar to you, of more of an oozy substance. You watch as they begin to barrage over top of the women in the tubs, the tubs going from a vibrant orange now to a dark, viscous red. The other Poolings of liquid begin to pull out of the tubs as they continue to push down and cause the massacre of these six women. Elizabeth now standing off to the side, pulling closer and closer to the fireplace. You now see two of the guards that were standing off to the side, approaching towards the ooze. Their weapons drawn proper. However, they're no match for the ooze as they rip through them, almost their tendrils of their arms turning to that of razor blade whips as they whip forward, cutting both of the guards in half. You watch as the number of oozes begin to form all together into very, very large, two very large creatures as they begin to make their way closer to Elizabeth. You hear the young girl, Kimbethy, call out for help. As the attendee turns around at the top of the stairs, muttering, I must collect the gods, as he rushes back up the staircase. Watching the massacre take place, you now see the oozes centering themselves directly on Elizabeth and Kimbethy. While one, nothing more than a high society elite pig, the other, a young innocent girl, I ask you, 
What do you do? Fuck. I mean, definitely let it kill the bitch. The mean one. We can try to save the other one. Yeah. Here's the worry. If we help uh, at all, our disguises get dropped and guards are on the way. Our disguise? Do, do they if, drop? Really? They drop if we yeah. do. Oh, if it, we, was, it was yeah. explained that if we do anything outside of like just normal stuff, like, it would drop the disguise. Oh my all right, God. Basil's, Basil's not going to hesitate. Uh, he is going to rush forward. Uh, and he's going to drop his disguise immediately. Okay, like we're going to stop ship. you there. Yep. What is the rest of the party doing? Cool. If I see Basil go, then... Okay. I'll go to you. Remor's going, Tristan's going, oh, V and Oksana. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to drop my disguise until I have to, though. Okay, Oksana? I, I'm the same. I'm the same. Okay. Oksana, as you begin to make your way down the staircase... You realize that one of your party members is not within range. As you look back to Sicarius, his face still stone. You give a bit of a look, like, what are you doing? And without hesitation, he looks to you and says, let them die. As he turns and begins to make his way up the staircase. And that's where we're going to take a short rest for the evening. Ooh. Ah, so good. With that said, guys, we are about to get into it. We've had a little bit of fun. But that fun is over. (laughs) It's fucking go time. Alright, oh here's the announcement God. for Careful Cantrip Season 3, after I wipe these guys from the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. With that said, we're going to take a short, maybe 5-7 to seven minute break. Not too long today, we got a lot to get through still. Um, uh, but uh, a quick reminder to everyone, we are giving away a lovely set of dice. Let me just double check to see that I still have this set up here. Yes, we do. I'm going to go ahead and move us over to here. We've got this lovely set of dice available as a giveaway made by yours truly, DM Dave, of our first official C2 custom dice. If you haven't entered into the giveaway just yet, use exclamation point roll and you yourself could have a set of liquid luck to help you in all of your adventures. The only caveat is you do need to be following in order to win the set of dice. We will be giving the dice at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. Uh, But we are going to take a very few number of questions on chat uh, when we come back from break. Probably only about four or five. Again, I'm trying to move us through because we are in our mid-season finale for tonight. Uh, So if you do have any questions, pop them down in chat. We'll do our best to get to them. And they can be about myself, the campaign, the players, life, the universe, or anything inside of it. And as always, go get your apple juice. Go get your orange juice. Go get your polymorph juice. And we will be back in a few short moments. Guys, stay tuned. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, everyone. Good to see everyone. Uh, we did have a couple questions on chat. We'll rifle through those very quickly. Question for Basil. With the plan going off the rails and another fight ahead, there's one very important question. Okay. What are you going to do about Justina? 
Well, it's been two weeks, and she hasn't called me, and I don't think the owner should always be on the guy to have to make that call, you know? I mean, just saying, putting it out there, she didn't reach out to me. I think it's best that we part ways and pretend this never happened. And <laughs> just leave me with the emotional scars that I now have uh, clearly regarding <laughs> regarding uh, regarding women. Fantastic. So Basil ghosted her in his continual confusion on how to date people. Uh, question for Grimoire. Thought of you when you were sweating in your illusion state earlier. Does Grimoire have sweat glands or does he pant when he gets hot? Grimoire uh, does not have sweat glands. But I will say when he's nervous, the uh, wooden leg that he has does produce dew. Gross. Uh, question for the Moist. group, which actor plays your character in the careful cantrip universe? I'm going to assume cinematic universe. And what's their catchphrase? DM Dave, how do you fandangle your way into the movie? Uh, let's go ahead. We'll start with Grimoire, go down the line up until Oksana. Uh, ooh, Nutella Sammy. Thank you so much for the prime. That means a lot. Primes are important. I, I love it. Nutella. Uh, Nutella is fantastic. Nutella. Let's, let's not lie. Uh, we'll start with Grimoire. We'll get to Oksana, and I will be right back. Okay. Uh, Grimoire would obviously be played by Danny DeVito. Um, and I guess his catchphrase, it would just be a, a lot of swearing. I would think of something better, but I was up first, so sorry. <laughs> did Dave leave? Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. We, we, we've got to self-manage. Okay. Um, okay. I didn't want to, to go next, so someone else stack. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> we can't even follow the plan that the GM says to take order. Fine, whatever. Uh, all right. I think if I was being played by a movie star, uh, or if Basil was being played by a movie star, it would absolutely be the guy who, uh, played Aladdin in that Disney live action movie. Um, and I think his catchphrase would be, uh, oh, God's not again. That um, is all. I'll go next. Um, I think that the actress that would play V would be um, Florence Pugh because she's got so much chemistry and, and she can play a sassy but a little bit comedic character. Um, and I think V's catchphrase has been and will continue to be, let's dance. All right, and uh, for Tristan, the actor would be either Christopher Walken or Willem Dafoe. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and the catchphrase would be, death comes to us all. Yeah. Not, I used to be a bit of a scientist myself. <laughs> no, not that one. No. Jess? Uh, I think that Oksana would be played by, like, I don't know how to say her name, but it's the girl who plays Cara Dune in Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. And her catchphrase would obviously be throw punch. Right. Clearly, clearly, yeah. <laughs> uh, how would I fandangle myself into the movie? Well, I mean, there's there's lots of characters that you haven't seen yet. That I would probably be. Uh, however, I would say at this point, my main character I think would be. Ooh, that's tough. I would say either Nick 
because he's a badass Warforge and everybody knows my love for Eberron, so I would probably go down that road. But I think the more fun one would probably be Captain Jen. That would probably be the, oh, the most yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, answer is Nick Cage in all the roles. Jesus Christ, Justin. Uh, question. Have a great vacation. Thanks, be down. <laughs> uh, question. Did DM Dave get my temptation dice I turned in earlier? I'm not fully paying attention since I'm not fully caught up yet. Uh, Tony, so you'll see the redemptions right above here. Uh, so those are the temptation dice. They're basically like indicators or markers for the game for you guys to see. So if this comes up, then they have a temptation dice available to them. And I do know that V used hers. So I, I need to... Oh. Hey guys, this is the wrong scene. I'm going to hop back over to the other scene. Uh, don't mind me. It's all Merry good. Merry Christmas. It's all good. Merry Christmas to everyone. I'll take we that off right now. We wish you a merry season's end. Uh, and I think... Um, uh, question for Bobby. Are you excited to see the upcoming movie Renfield? I have no idea what that is. Me neither. And I didn't oh. see that question. So I'm sorry I didn't have... I didn't My bad. <laughs> I was supposed to send you something. Oh, it's well, exactly what you would expect it to be. Well, is it that Nick Cage thing, probably. Yeah. Okay, then I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, with that said, uh, with uh, Jess disappearing, I'm gonna go ahead and mark down the new temptation di dice that's just been received. Thank you so much for far far niche for uh, laying that down for us, and uh, I'll go ahead and jump into the rest of tonight's episode. As each of you run down the hallway, or down the staircase. There we go. Heads held high with weapons now being drawn. I need each of you to go ahead and roll initiative for me. Here we go. Of course. Oh, we need to go over to the map. Battle music. That's why I was making my own. Battle oh, music's happening. Battle music. You can't hear it? Yeah. I can't hear a damn thing. You on roll 20? Did you lower the volume too low? Oh, I'm looking at the now playing and setting it's at zero out of zero. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to refresh. The Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Good call. Good call. All right, let's get some initiative orders happening in here, shall we? Uh, let's start from the very beginning, because it's a very good place to start. Uh, Oksana. I got a six. Six, solid. Grimoire. Eighteen. Eighteen. No surprise there. V. Fifteen. Fifteen, and Basil. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, where the hell's Tristan? Oh, there he is. At the top okay. of the stairs. Uh, Tristan. <laughs> Present. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. As each of you now rushing down towards the lower level. Basil, did you say you dropped your uh, your form? Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm going to drop it here now. Okay. Fair enough. As uh, your, your typical semblance falls over top of you once more, you watch as the blood ooze closest to uh, the closest to the fireplace reaches up with a very long tendril spinning out from the torso of his body 
as he lets it loose directly down on the screaming Elizabeth Lucrum directly in front of it. And you watch as, again, the razor-sharp almost uh, whip that is made from one of these tendrils catches her just in the top of the head as it quickly moves past her. The scream becomes silent as you watch as half of her body on a diagonal begins to split and fall off to the side as the other flops over, giving a sickening thud on the ground. You see the other blood ooze now turning his attention towards you as he begins to close off the gap. You watch as one of the large tendrils now reach out from the body. And being too quick and used to this type of combat, you continue to run forward as it whips down. You duck Naruto style over top as it washes past your head. You watch, though, as another tendril raises up from the body itself. Uh, What is your AC? Oh, yeah, that's no problem. It comes crashing down over top of you as it catches you directly on the shoulder. You get pushed off to the side a little bit. As you do, you feel a sickening, almost drain of your life force come out from you. You take 13 points of bludgeoning damage and three points of necrotic damage. All right, as this happens, Basil uh, rolls to the ground, you know, from the impact, kind of like does like sort of like a a mid-hip twist. He tries to lessen the impact, but obviously, you know, it does what it does. But as he does so, without uh, without like sort of pulling out his book, but reaching out as if it were there, he just says, plot twist. And then flips the, and you hear kind of the sound of like pages turning as I'm gonna use my plot twist and set this dude on fire. Fair enough. Uh, one moment. I... He needs to make me a reflex save. Okay. Which is Dex. We don't use your yep. Pathfinder bullshit terms around here, Dag. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm one assuming of these it's days. a Dex. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> um. All right, well, that is half damage for, uh, well, 27 for the full, so 13 damage. 13 damage, uh, very good. Fiery variety. Okay. Yeah. As the fiery tail reaches out towards him, uh, you watch as the flames now engulf over top of him, a strange black flame still burning just as hot as the typical orange. However, as the flames kind of brush over top of it, you watch them immediately die down. You can see some scorch marks, but it doesn't seem to have the full impact of what you were expecting. All right. All right, with that said, Grimoire, you are up. V, you're on deck. Uh, Grimoire sort of following Basil's lead uh, as he rushed down as well. Um, Skitters in between Basil's legs and then uh, jumps and mid-jump will astral jump to the opposite side. Um, Originally being a halfling, and then I'm assuming when he jumps, as soon as he does the astral jump, turns into the lovely Babbitt. Um, Yep. 
turning around and slicing at waste of the blood ooze. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll for me. A dirty 20 to hit. A dirty 20 absolutely hits. As you go ahead, pulling out your short sword, you vanish for a moment, only to appear directly behind, kind of skidding around as the momentum is still taking you. You use your momentum and twist your body around, catching it with the backside of your dagger or short sword slashing through it. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. Um, Is he considered in combat with... So technically, it should be within five feet, but because there's a ten-foot reach on these creatures, then... Actually, it doesn't matter. Because I astral jump to it, I still have sneak attack on it. I don't remember giving that to you, but fantastic. I'm glad that I did. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, So, Cass, just to let you know, the Dark Heart only works for skill checks. Uh... And I believe, sa- no, not saving throws. It's just for skill checks. So it does. It wouldn't necessarily help with a combat encounter. I can. Uh, I'll send the points back to you, my dear. Uh, damage. What do we do? That's eight points. Okay. Plus six. Plus five. Plus five. So sixteen. So total. Uh, five, five, and six. Sixteen plus, 16 the, eight. plus the eight. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. 24. All right. Um, yeah, you you easily slash into the side of the creature. You watch almost like jello as it peels open. You can see some of the ichor from one of its past victims directly inside as a little bit of a bone fragment seems to float by in front of the crack or the slice that you've just put in into it. Is there anything else you want to do in your turn? It's fucking gross. No. Okay, fair enough. If that's the case, V, you're up. Basil, you're on deck. All right, V would like to use uh, one of her newly figured out spells, um, and just for flavor, um, she will be casting um, Hypnotic Pattern, but for flavor, because it's V, um, instead of like, you know, fireworks or whatever, can we say that V takes out her newly acquired (laughs) flute, which I have never played. Recorder. It's a recorder. A recorder. (laughs) And and she just I forgot you attempts that. to <laughs> make noise on it, but uh, and again for flavor, uh, versions of V playing the recorder appear in a thirty foot cube around the two people um, or the two ooze things, and she'll just go. Oh oh no no that's breaking <laughs> in combat. That is totally breaking in combat. Oh, you're the worst. You are absolutely <laughs> the worst. I love you to death, but God, you're the worst sometimes. All right. What? Yeah, we should disappear after because they're not part of the spell, but just for... That's the hypnotic pattern. Automatic fail. <laughs> Don't care what it does. Automatic fail. Uh, so what is what in, what does hypnotic pattern do? I need uh, wisdom saving throws from the two ooze things. Okay. Or uh, technically, sorry, Grimoire too. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, what kind of save? A wisdom save. Uh, Fifteen Thanks. is the is my DC. Okay. All right. So the um, the ooze closing in on young Kimberthy, 
seems to stop in its tracks for a moment as it turns and begins to look at some of these dancing versions of V that seem to be floating around the air. The one now engaged with Basil and Grimoire doesn't seem to have any effect on as it continues focusing directly on the combatants in front of them. Okay, so the one that is affected, it's considered incapacitated and has a speed of zero until somebody attacks it or shakes it awake. Okay, fair enough. Um, v will <laughs> v will use her bonus action to cast Bardic Inspiration. <laughs> Bardic Inspiration! Uh, she will, um, uh, seeing as though Basil has got like so much action uh, in the last uh, few weeks of V's life, uh, she's going to target uh, Oksana. Uh, and she... Did you say fuck you? Yes. <laughs> um, and she will say, I need a ring of fire resistance because, girl, you're hot. Oksana vomits. No. <laughs> uh, Oksana, go ahead and make a death saving throw for me. The <laughs> nat one. Yeah, you immediately die. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Oksana, um, I'm sorry. And it. you have bardic inspiration. I'll take it. Okay, fair enough. You also watch her, watch as uh, Remor's eyes through his coke bottle glasses go extremely wide, looking at all the different uh, images of V as he lowers his sword. I roll the six. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Oh no! The Babbit! Then, seeing that it affected Grimoire, V will use her action to use her movement. No, no, no. You Bardic Inspiration, Hypnotic Pattern. A movement. Oh, okay. I haven't moved yet. So, V will. uh, How? I cannot see the squares on this. How far is is Grimoire? Just use the ruler. How do I use the ruler? So the on the left-hand scroll bar, like the fourth yeah. one down, it's ruler. And you can just oh. be like, hey, how many feet away from me is that thing? What, snap center? Oh, there. Oh, oh, 30 feet. Fuck. All right, V will just move over here. I get, oh, now I can't move her. Oh my go gosh, back, Go back to the arrow. I'm just, I'm just gonna move over here and prepare to help three more. All right, fair enough. Uh, okay. That's going to end their turn. Uh, Basil, you're up. What would you like to do? All right. So Basil is uh, is is in danger, uh, <laughs> flat out. Um, he is going to uh, reach out his hand once again and uh, try to conjure a nightmare creature. But okay. I've started to. I'm going to do a little flavor thing. As Basil's uh, hand reaches forward, you watch as these words start to crawl from underneath his sleeves and across his hand and pour like ink on the ground. And these words, as he speaks them, sort of slither over the ground near to where uh, uh, Kimberly notes. Uh, Kimberthy? It is Kimber- Kimberthy, that's the one. Um, and the words are as, as follows. With bear-like strength and ferocious bite, my strongest friend shall join the fight. If you fear the dark and cling to light, be torn apart by Oksana's might. 
and I'm going to summon a Nightmare Oksana, uh, who is basically going to basically be this hybrid bear uh, mixed with Oksana, so big, strong muscles. Like, the upper head, you can see, is covered in fur, uh, big kind of jaws like the muzzle of a bear. And this Nightmare Oksana is going to stand over uh, the, uh, the young sage. And okay. I'm going to instruct it to swoop, uh, basically scoop up the girl and get to safety. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will give you control of that, Basil, and then you can do whatever you want. What? Okay, uh, anything else you want to do in your turn, Basil? Flee! Okay, fair enough. Uh, Tristan, Tristan, you're up. Oksana, you're on deck. Um, so I will move it down the stairs. Oh, no, not like this. Um, next to Oksana, between Oksana and Basil. Mm-hmm. And um, I will summon my stice in my hand, and with my other hand I will cast my chest and a phantom bone armor will come over me as I cast mage armor on myself. Dope. Um, and I will basically... That's all I would do with my turn because I think that's all I can... Oh, um, yes, and I will cast Hex on the little beast over there. Okay. Um, Oksana, you watch as Tristan kind of runs forward in front of you as he does, holding out his hand, you see a smoky, bluish black uh, scythe now form into his hands it reaches easily seven feet tall in the air the blade itself curved and almost chipped like a very old but sharp blade at that point stretching forward easily four feet in length uh as he does his other hand washes over top of him as you watch as this bone armor begins to appear over top almost like scale plates however made completely of bones a bluish, vibrant glow appearing directly out from underneath it, giving the perfect accentuation to each one of the plates itself. Uh, that's going to end his turn. Oksana, you are up. What would you like to do? Uh, am I still in the call? Yep. I'm all glitchy. Yep, okay. you're good. Um, Oksana, would she have seen that Grimoire is, like, incapacitated? Because he's right in front of me. Um... You could probably see that you wouldn't see that he's incapacitated. You just see that he seems to be staring up at the ceiling towards the illusions that were just okay. there in front of him. That's enough for me. Oksana will uh, use her movement to get over here uh, to Grimoire. Okay. And. Has anyone else started to run? Basil, you started running away, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I see that Nightmare Oksana is with the girl. Okay. I'm gonna, like, use a bonus action to smack him awake. Get up! Wake up! And okay. then I want to grab him. Uh, and then dash. Okay. All the way back. Okay. And I'll probably take opportunity. Yes, you will. Um, uh, yeah. So, with that said, uh, Grimoire... You take two points of slapping damage as Oksana is now completely caught up in the moment, giving you a little bit harder of a smack than what she had meant for in the first place. As she grabs onto you, you begin to run back to uh, the staircase. However, the 
ooze now reaching out its tendrils is going to make an attack against both of you. It's a 16 and a 19 for a total of a lot. So uh, you the two tendrils come smashing down over top of you. Each of you take 13 points of damage. And I need a grapple check from Oksana. Okay. Moose isn't into that. <laughs> That's a 16. That's a natural 20 for me. Um, uh, as the tendril comes smashing down, Grimoire, it knocks you out of Oksana's hands for a moment as you kind of fall off to the floor beside her. You watch as she's grappled by these creatures as it pulls it in closer to its body. The rest of you watch as a thumping of light seems to begin to coming from Oksana. A golden light all around as you watch as the gold now begins to be pulled into the blood ooze. You watch as her complexion begins to grow whiter and whiter and whiter. As the gold begins to boost up the energy of the blood elemental. You could see it now going wild as if on some magical drug that it's just been ingested. Uh, That is going to revive it. That and Oksana, you take 15 points of necrotic damage. Jesus. And you are now grappled. All right, so that's going to end... Uh, Oksana, is there any... Well, yeah, that ends your turn. Uh, and it's going to be the Blood Elemental's turn. Um, the one is still completely dazed. Does it make another Wisdom check at the end of its turn? Um, uh, the spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage or someone else uses an action to shake the creature. Uh... There's no save no, at the end of their turn? No. Oh, well, that's no, it's bullshit. it's just concentration, I think. Each creature in the air is most... On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. For the duration, up to one minute. Okay, fair enough. Um, in that case, it's going to do nothing. However, the other blood elemental is... Now, for some reason, Grimoire, you look up at it now grappling your friend Oksana, and it seems completely obsessed as the gold ribbons ribbons seem to be cascading through its entire body. You watch as it continues to almost feed on her at this point. Oksana, you take another 15 points of damage, and that is going to heal it that. All right, that's going to end their turn. Grimoire, you're up. What would you like to do? How exactly is she grappled? Is she like held in an arm or is she like inside the ooze she's being held in an basically the tendril is wrapped around her at this point and seems to be i i mean it'd be safe to assume that she it's bleeding her yeah um Remore is going to pick himself up and dash up the ooze to like where the tendril is and try to slice it at um essentially where the elbow would be of the tendril. So you're running up the ooze itself. Well, how high up? It's pretty high. For for your size, it's pretty high up. It is a large creature. Then he will astral jump. 
Okay. As okay, fair enough. Uh, as as Grimoire now seeing his friend Oksana in a very devastating state, transports himself back up in a flash, like bang, kind of like Nightcrawler does. Um, uh, raising his ho- sword to the sky, he aims directly at the tendril that has his friend wrapped. You do have a temptation dice, but it I probably have, uh, the, that one is only eight plus. I mean, if I even got a six. Okay, fair enough. As the tears in his eyes uh, are are affecting his mm. sight. Okay, fair enough. As you slice down on the creature, it's just a matter of the tendon tendril has now hardened based on how much it's getting from off of uh, of off of Oksana. Um, you try and slash through it. However, it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to cut through. Uh, that's going to. Is there anything else you want to do in your turn? No. Okay. I'll probably just shout out like, "Let it go, you disgusting fuck!" All right, fair enough. V, you're up. What would you like to do? Uh, seeing the kerfuffle, uh, V will uh, t- draw her sword, um, and she will walk slowly and methodically while pointing her sword at the tendril and she'll just say unhand my friend and she will do a, a slash to try and cut the the tendril that's uh okay go ahead and make an attack roll for me okay uh, ooh. uh, uh. 18 to hit. 18 absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. Okay. Uh, Wow. Uh, I rolled a one, so that's uh, six points of damage. Okay, not bad. Um, But she will use her bardic inspiration to use her uh, slashing flourish um, to add... Um, a bardic inspiration die of damage. Amazing. Amazing. Um, go ahead and uh, roll that and let me know. Um, and because she's using her slashing flourish, I would like to say for flavor that her blade glints and sparkles at the end like ching ding. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. rolled a fucking one! Oh. <laughs> Come on! So seven points of damage? Okay, so we'll say that with that blow, um, you come down directly on the shoulder, very close to where Grimoire is, but doing your best not to hit Grimoire. As you do, you catch it uh, directly on the tendril and are able to cut through half of the the tendril proper. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, I will, just realizing that I can use my bonus action... No, I use my bonus action for Bardic Inspiration. Never mind. That's it. It ends my turn. Okay, fair enough. Um, that is going to end your turn. Basil, you're up. What would you like to do? Uh, all right, so uh, Basil's going to instruct the Shadow Ox. Actually, sorry, what's the lighting like in here? Uh, lighting is pretty good. I mean, most of it is coming from either the fireplace directly or a very nice chandelier uh, that hangs. However, that's about 30 feet up from you. So it would be dim okay. light. Oh, dim light? Okay, perfect. Uh, so the shadow creature has the ability to hide as... We have a rope here. Uh, it can take the hide action 
as long as it's in shadowy areas. Okay. If I did that, does that also conceal um, Kimbethy? Uh. Given that Shadow walks on a hazard. Higher low for your benefit. Hi. Please. I rolled a four. Sorry, buddy. Damn. Okay, that's fine. Uh, well, he uh, Shadow Walk Sonner is still going to retreat and just go around the edges. So, uh, 10, 20, 30, 45, 40, 45, 50. So, gonna about here. Presuming I'll be a little slower because I'm carrying someone. Uh, is she resisting? Uh, Kimberthy. Make a Oksana, make a persuasion check with advantage for me. Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Shadow Oksana. More of like how well you know. <laughs> so just, not too bad, house. not too bad. Well, the first one was a nat one. Nice, nice. Uh, that cool. is going to be 13. 13. Uh, while the small girl is clearly terrified at this point she does recognize that you are one of the individuals that are trying to attempt to save her as she agrees to whatever shadow oxana says all right very nice uh and you said she's terrified is she she is <laughs> uh i'll eat that thank you uh yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. You can go ahead and use your reaction to do a little bit of feeding. I get it. I get it. All right, uh, that is going to end Basil's turn. Uh, Sicarius, oh, uh, I haven't, I haven't taken an action. Uh, that was just a move action uh, to command it to, to move, and Isn't, then it takes an action, action to, to command it, doesn't it? Though, or does it have its own? Well, it's got its own stats and stuff like that. Like uh, in terms of like giving instructions, is that is that just a full a full action? That, so typically when you're commanding something, unless it specifically says that it has its own initiative turn, then it you would be using your action in order to command it. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it does... Uh, it says it shares my initiative count, but then takes its turn immediately after mine. Its turn. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. So it would have its own turn. It would yeah. have its own turn. Uh, okay, fair enough. And it says specifically verbal action, no action required by me. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll say that it okay. took its turn, and then Basil, you can go ahead and proceed with yours. Okay. So you've um, you've used. Will... Is it a reaction to feed, or is it a bonus action? Bonus action. Okay. It's a bonus okay. Action. Cool. Yeah. So a bonus action to feed. Uh, I've moved up, and what I want to do is I want to use my spell, crawling skin. Uh, I need a Constitution saving throw from the. Uh, the blood ooze that currently is fighting everyone. Sorry, what am I rolling? A dex? Wisdom? What am I? Constitution. Con? Yep. Uh, constitution, that's going to be an 18. Uh, an 18 is enough if it saves. Uh, targets must succeed on it or take damage and thing if it. Yeah, it looks like a save or suck, so nothing happens. Uh, but you basically watch as like kind of these like, these kind of almost thin like boils and like sort of it's like when your skin crawls, you get like kind of goosebumps and stuff like that, sort of moving just below the surface. But it has no effect. So okay, fair enough. Uh, and that is me. Okay, uh, Tristan, you're up. What would you like to do? Uh, I will make my way up to the the creature and. Uh... 
I will make an attack against it with my hand. I will try to touch it. Okay. You reach forward and touch it uh, as it seems completely uh, involved on the other side of its body right now. What would you like to do? So that's... uh, That's 18 to to hit. 18 absolutely hits. So basically when my hand touches it, the bone of my armor just like kind of extends toward the creature and can encase it. And I'm casting complete wounds on it. Okay, you watch as the bones start to almost encase it entirely. You all hear the snap of bones breaking as little splints of bones now begin to penetrate like tiny little spikes throughout the entirety of the creature. Go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's 43 damage. Holy Jesus. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay. As the splints now shatter and create multiple penetrations into the blood ooze, you can now see holes forming all around it, uh, almost like Swiss cheese. See what I did there, Swiss? Um, (laughs) it is looking badly hurt at this point in time. What would you like? Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, no, that would be it for me. Okay, fair enough. Oksana, uh, at the end of your turn, I need you to go ahead and make a strength saving throw for me. Okay. Uh, Oksana, you'll see her panic for just a second because of how fast everything kind of happened, but she'll very quickly regain her composure, and I'm going to rage. Uh, So you can only make a save at the end of your turn. So it means it bypasses your action and your bonus action. So essentially it bypasses all of it. It says... You can't do anything on your turn other than at the end oh. to make a save. So you're you're grappled at this point, right? So you need to like okay. break the grapple. Okay. Uh, I have gods are pleased. Can I use it? I'll allow it. Thank you. Oh, not twenty. Very very nice. Well done. Well done. All right, um, Grimor, you watch from your perch as Oksana now. Gathering the strength inside her, you see the barbarian's bloody rage inside of it as her muscles and veins begin to pop out from her. She pushes against the tendrils with all of her might. You can see how focused the blood ooze is on her, not wanting to let her go. Very interested in her blood at this point. However, she's able to push forward and drop down um, away from the creature directly. However, that's going to take it to the creature's turn, and as Oksana falls out, it begins to go into a bit of a rage itself as a number of tendrils now thrust out from the entirety of its body. Um, uh, I need V, Tristan, and Grimoire at disadvantage to either make an athletics check or a... Sorry, uh, an athletics or a acrobatics check disadvantage. You're at disadvantage, yeah, three more. Oh, no. Nat 20. Oh, no. It's an 8. Okay. It's an 8 for me. Tristan? Uh, That's a 13 for me. 13. 
as the creature reaches out with its tendrils, it latches onto Tristan, onto Grimoire, and onto V as it pulls you in tightly. Each of you take 15 points of necrotic damage as you feel your life energy now being pulled away from you. Fantastic. Um, Grimoire, upon uh, being grasped, he he's very wiry, so he does like a little like kind of front tuck. Okay. So it catches only his leg, um, using uncanny dodge to. Okay, fair enough. Well, actually, the necrotic damage is from a spell, not from a melee attack. Oh, okay, it sounded physical. So okay, no, no, no. So it's 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 basically it's it's 15. magically pulling the blood out of your body into itself. Uh, so that is going to be. A lot of healing for this thing. Fucking Whoops, I went great. the wrong way. Okay. Uh, and now Grimoire, uh, Tristan, and Oksana are all grappled. Or sorry, not Oksana, v. v are all grappled. Uh, that is going to end its turn. Uh, the, the other blood elemental is just standing there like an idiot. Uh, and that's going to take it to Grimoire. Grimoire, go ahead and make a um, make a Dex, or sorry, a strength saving throw at the end of your turn. Strength? Yep. Five. Okay. You try and push against the creature, but you remained grappled at this point. V, you're up. Go ahead and make a strength saving throw with disadvantage. Or sorry, not disadvantage. Strength saving throw. Your little rabbit wincing yeah, well, I'll be wincing with you. My strength is garbage. Uh, oh, good. Negative one, so 11. 11, okay. Uh, you are unable to escape the grapple. Basil, you're up. What would you like to do? Tristan, you're on deck, and then Oksana. All right. Um, so Basil will... Uh, just as a... He'll, he'll... Okay, you know what? Cautionary tale. Uh, Basil's going to uh, place his hands outwards, and as he does, he uh, draws forth a memory of uh, the um, of like some sort of like scavenging birds, like ravens, that kind of thing, and have them just sort of emerge out of the uh, the inky um, kind of the, the ink that comes from his fingers and launch it at this creature. That is a seven to hit. Seven. Unfortunately, it does not hit as <laughs> uh, the words seem to ricochet off the creature as the the intake of Oksana's blood seems to have done something to it. All right. Is there anything um, else you want to do in your turn? Uh, not for mine, but I'm going to then have Shadow Oksana bring the girl to me and then sort of put her behind where I am. Okay. Uh, 10, 20, 30, 30. So, yeah, the, yeah Shadow Oxana is just going to double move to there. Okay. And then we're both going to just be in front. Okay. The girl is directly behind you, now guarded behind you and Shadow, Shadow Oxana. Uh, anything else you want to do on your turn, Basil? Or you're already done. That's uh, the end of her turn. Yeah, is that is that a pillar that's there? It is a pillar. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her. Uh, quick, uh, just take cover for now. Oh, okay, okay. And she, uh, well, she used, you had to use double movement for Oksana to get there. We're going to assume that she had to use dash as well. Uh, I'll say that next turn, the the girl, at the beginning of the next round, she'll make her way over to the, um, 
over to the column. Uh, Tristan, you are up. Go ahead and make a strength saving throw for me. That's a two. Okay. Great. That does not do it for you. Uh, Oksana, you are up. Now, freed, you see your three companions now being grappled by this creature. What would you like to do? Oksana will turn, uh, but she was intending to run away, but given what has happened, she will turn back to face the creature. I'm going to use my bonus action to rage. So you'll see her, like, her face will turn red and all of the hair kind of, like, goes up on her arms and she'll uh, scream at the creature, but you can kind of almost hear a roar in her voice. And she'll yell repeatedly, take me, take me. And then she'll swing wildly at the creature. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll for me. That is gonna be... <laughs> it's not even gonna hit, guys. Oh my God, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a... What is that? Uh, 12 to hit. 12 does not hit, unfortunately. However, I will ask you to make a persuasion check for me. And you do have advantage on that. And I know you're frozen right now. So I'm just going to continue to talk like Jess is still here for the moment. As the creature <laughs> looms over top of her with companions grappled in his arm in its arms at this point it looks down towards Oksana contemplating what she just screamed at it almost seemingly able to understand for a moment go ahead and make a persuasion check for me Oksana that was an 18 an 18 very good okay the creature is going to you see as almost what you would consider a grin Form on its face as bits of the reddish ooze drip down from its lips. You watch as almost electric shocks reach out to each one of the companions. All of you take an additional 15 points of uh, necrotic damage. And as it does, it immediately throws your companions off to the side, Oksana. Um, let's start with uh, Bobby. High or low for your benefit? Well, Greenboard, here one last wince as that shock happens. As his body goes. Um, and I'll stay low for my benefit. So, are you saying Greenmore's down? Greenmore's down. Yeah. Okay. And you picked low? I did. No. This is not good. Oksana, you watch as Grimoire's lifeless body is thrown up against the fireplace. You hear sickening, snapping noises. Oh, Grimoire, you take 10 points of damage, and that equals two failed saves. Taking any damage? Uh, higher low for your benefit. Guys, this is not good. I don't have a lot of HP. Um, I'm gonna say hi. I always say hi. Okay, fair enough. Oh my god. V, you're able to skid across the floor. 
You don't seem to connect with anything. However, you have been thrown off to the side, very close to the wall. Tristan, go ahead and higher low for your benefit. Low. Okay. Uh, Tristan gets thrown off to the side as well, not taking any damage, as the creature now looms over top of you, Oksana. That's going to end his turn. And it's going to end the others. Grimoire, you're up. Oh! Uh... My concentration, because I took a bunch of damage on the other thing, um, it's... I, I mean, I just took a shit ton of damage. It's probably broken. Okay. Three more. I don't know. I need a death saving throw from you. Oof. No! I can't. I cannot. No! Bobby, no. No! Do not. Don't. Don't do this. Rolled it to my babbit. You all watch as like a broken puppet fur matted with blood as Grimoire falls slumped Unmoving like a rag doll off the sides of the fireplace. V, you're up. What would you like to do? Um. V will. Where is Grimoire? He's on the other side of the room? He is... His lifeless body now hangs over top of the stoop of the fireplace. On the other side. Oh my god. Um, V will run towards him. A 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, and she'll use her dash action. To get to Grimoire's body. Okay. Oh, under turn. Oh my god. Okay. Alright, uh, that is going to take us to Basil. Basil, you're up. What would you like to do? Tristan, can you cover me? Can try. Okay. Uh, Basil is going to uh, move. Uh, I'm going to take the hand of Kimbethy and say, "Quick, follow me this way." <gasps> and I'm going to step to here okay. and pull her there and basically go up the stairs, but in her with with her like kind of behind me. Um, as I'm going to try and taunt the creature over to me. Um, Where you Shadow of Sana to taunt her? Not you. Where did? Well, I've got a thing for Shadow of Sana. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. And I'm going to use uh, Crawling Skin again, which is another Constitution saving throw. Okay. From, Fair enough. Uh, the creature. Okay. 
That's a nine. Ah, yay! Okay, cool. So, uh, that is seven points of poison damage. And... Uh, they are forced to move uh, south by five foot. Okay. It begins to walk over top of the bathtub, now coming closer and closer to V. Oh, fuck. Does it, does it fall in the bathtub? Uh, it's too large at this point to fall into the bathtub. Just one of its skirted legs, if you will, kind of break apart or bend over top of the edge as one foot sticks in and the other stays out. All right. I'm going to have Shadow Oksana move and then dash over to where uh, V and uh, Grimoire are. Okay. And uh, I'm going to instruct. I'm going to instruct the shadow creature, um, if V gives permission for it, that is, to uh, grab hold of them and try to scale the inside of the fireplace and up the chimney flute. Oh shit! The, Santa. So the the fireplace is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No, no, it, no, no, no is it, uh, okay, so, so the idea is not to the idea is not to throw them into it, but the shadow will take the damage uh, in place of them as it climbs up. It is a very. How about we say, and I'll help you out a little bit with this instead of setting potentially okay. setting your party member on fire. That it tries to climb okay. the outside of the fireplace up to the upper level. Oh yeah, then it'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, you absolutely. go. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yes, I will absolutely yeah do that. Do we really want uh, two King deaths Kong's... here tonight, folks? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, uh, as she does, uh, does she has V's connect, consent to grab onto her? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As uh, she grabs onto you, you still holding onto the lifeless body of Grimoire. You feel all of the tiny little broken bits inside of him, like nothing more than a puppet bag at this point. Climbing up the fireplace, uh, the three of you make it to the top. All right, that's going to end uh, Shadow Oxana's turn. Uh, Basil, you finished your turn? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, well, I mean, uh, if I can, like, when she moves, I'm gonna kind of, like, follow her back and just kind of keep that thing, but, yeah, that's the, that's the plan. Okay, fair enough. Tristan, you're up. You now see t three of your comp- Two of your companions and Shadow, Oksana, now properly safe atop of the upper level. Uh, you can see that- Basil and the young girl are now making their way up the staircase. The only one left is Oksana, completely in a rage against this creature. What would you like to do? I'm going to make my way out and I'm the yell, Oksana, we're leaving now! Okay, fair enough. Uh, Oksana, you're up. Yeah, what would you yeah. like? Right. Well, we stay at the top of the stairs, just wait for Oksana. Okay, fair enough. But they're, but but they're still in there? Like, Grimoire's still in there? No, they're up. I, they are I all up on the upper floor at this point. V is holding on to Grimoire's body. You're the only one here. Okay, alright. Oksana, Oksana will glare at the creature and look like she's about to fight it. Um, and I don't think she knows that Grimoire's 
down. Does she know he's dead? Not. I. I don't. I, the only okay. one who probably would she know is V at this point. Hit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I will listen to to Tristan. Okay. Fair so enough. Forty. I think I'm going to take an opportunity, though. You will. Yeah. No, well, they, they, they backed away, didn't they? Oh, they, they moved she's still within range. Technically, yeah. she's still within range. Yeah. So you're using your dash if you. Are, are you using your dash to to leave? I have forty five. 45 feet of movement. I'm going to answer that for you. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the creature is going to go ahead and make a slam attack against her. That is going to be a 13 to hit. This episode brought to you by none other than Lick DM Dave. <laughs> Liquid dice. Go ahead and use exclamation mark roll in chat right now, and you could be a winner of some of these beautiful dice. Until Jess comes back, uh, how about I show you the dice again real quickly? Ooh, fancy dice. Ooh, exclamation so mark roll. Just make sure you're following. That's all you need to do to win. Ooh, Jess, are you back yet? I think so. Okay, yeah. fantastic. All right, fair enough. Um, that is going to be a 13 to hit as it slams down with its tendril. She's gone again. <laughs> I love how she was like paused, waving as she disconnected too. Amazing, amazing. The suspense is damn near killing us at this point. Does a th- no, it's not. Ne- I was going to say it's Shut up, Dag. Does a 13 sure. hit you? No. no. Okay, fair hit. enough. As these creature slams down. You see a giant crater break out from its tendril underneath. However, Oksana, you're easily able to evade it, ducking over top of it, running towards the staircase. Uh, go ahead and move your token to wherever it needs to be. Uh, I, I moved it already up here. Okay, that's your uh, 45 start... movement? That's 45 movement. I do have a bonus action. Okay. Can I? Yeah, can I dash and start moving towards him? Towards who? To Grimoire, because it looks like this floor wraps around. It does, yep. Yeah, so she'll do that, and I'll I'll, I'll just, uh, with tears in her eyes, streaming down her face, like, breathing very heavily, she'll start to uh, move around. Okay, fair enough. Um, You begin to make your way around the edge. Yeah. That is going to end Ox- Oxana's turn. Uh, the Blood Elemental now seeing, turning and seeing after, for some reason, moving to in a southern, southerly direction, turns back to Kimberthy and Basil as it begins to approach both of you. It is going to make uh, slam attacks against both of you. Where is Basil? Are you done the stairs? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, well, yeah, at the base of the stairs. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, um, Basil, as you see one of the tendrils come smashing down beside you, you're just about out of the way to dodge, grabbing onto Kimberthy and moving out of the way as, as it smashes down beside you. However, as the other comes down, it comes down over top of you. You now push the young girl out of the way, taking the brunt of the damage yourself. You take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. 
That is going to end their turn. V, you're up. What would you like to do? Um, V will, um, oh my god, I guess to leave, though, like, exit the room, we, I'd have to go around, like, where Oxana's coming, and then, like, out that way. Alright, V will, uh, continue to, uh, take Grimoire, and she's just gonna, uh, run. Okay. So if I'm You're using your dash, dash accent? Yeah. Okay. So, I can't move, I can't move. With me. Okay. I will. Did move I move that too far? You. Sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't count. One, two, three, four. I think you were only about five feet off. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. That's going to end V's turn. Basil, you're up. What would you like to do? Uh, not die. Yep. That's that's what I'd like to do. Not okay. die. Mm. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna <laughs> gonna uh now if I disengage. And take the girl and run. Is that a is that a possibility? Absolutely. If that's the only action you're taking, you can take uh, yeah. disarm and move. Uh, yep, yep. Done. Disengage. Run like the wind, Basil. Okay. Uh, yeah. And well, what is Shadow Oxana seeing? Because Shadow Oxana's instruction was to get Grimoire and um, she's still standing out. directly at the top of the upper level, right beside the fireplace. Well, it's right. Basil, uh, Kimberthy, and Tristan are basically now at the doorway leading upward. Uh, I would like to I would like to extend something to my fellow Cantrip cast member. Um, it has done its job. I would like to ask Jess if you would like to use Shadow Oxana to do something Oxana-ish, because I think that would be really cool. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang it. Don't yeah, don't put it on <laughs> Jess tonight. Do not put it on Jess tonight. That is not a good idea. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Uh okay. So um Bear Oxanar is like hanging onto the side of the uh uh of the fireplace and uh is going to uh perform a flying throat punch uh at the um at the ooze that's down there. The one that's not moved and is currently uh, unable to move? Well, uh, if I can get the other one, that'd be good. But I, uh, I don't think she can jump like 70 feet right now. Oh, she can? Brilliant. Freaking <laughs> amazing. I'll do it. No. Uh, let's see. Actually, what is their move speed? Mm, they have they have, a fly, they have a 40 foot move speed normally. So, I mean... Uh, that's not going to get you there. Okay. You're going to get about um, half, a uh, little three quarters of the way there. Three quarters of the way there, eh? Uh, are the bathtubs, the bathtubs are just there, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So what if she rushed at a bathtub and tried to, like, bulldoze it, like, basically knock it into, like, almost like a ping pong ball, just sort of hit, like, slam into it. Sure. And launch it Why not? Let's go ahead with yeah. that. Yeah, because, yeah, why not? Okay, fair um, enough. Uh, go ahead and a, make an athletics check for me. Okay. So that will be this plus three. That's 13. 13. She pushes the bathtub um, 
trying to thrust it toward the creature. It rolls about six to ten feet and kind of falls at uh, at the creature's foot. Is there anything else she needs? She's going to do. Uh, I know. I think that's about it. Okay, fair enough. Tristan, are you still making your exit? Uh, just a quick question. Uh, any chandelier above the creature? Yeah. I could try to hit with the Edric Bast. Sure, go ahead. Or my way out. Yep, absolutely. So that's 18. That's a 25 to hit. 25 absolutely hits. Uh, go ahead and roll some damage for me. That's, uh... This is the eight. Uh, that's eight points of damage on the chandelier. Fair enough. The chandelier sh- snaps. Uh, the chain ha- that the chandelier hangs from snaps as it falls down directly on top of the creature. You watch as it gets pinned underneath this large chandelier. Um, uh, as Tristan dashes up the door or up yep. the staircase. Uh, Oksana, what are you doing? Uh, Oksana will continue to run towards V and Greenmore. Okay. You continue onwards, closer and closer to your friends. I should be able to get there by the end of the turn, if I bonus action dash. Yep. So you see her just storming up the stairs. All right. As Oksana runs up towards UV... Oksana, you see a very limp Grimoire held in the extended hands of V. You casually look down for a moment towards the blood ooze that seems now pinned underneath the chandelier, the other not making a move whatsoever. V, you're up. What would you like to do? V will uh, extend her arms out to Oksana and just say, I'm sorry. And pass Grimoire over to her. Okay. There's nothing I can do. Let's go. Okay. Basil, are you and Kimberthy leaving? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to... Uh, how... Kimberthy's quite small. She's like a little girl, right? Uh, she's a young female. She's a, a, not, not a girl. She is an apprentice. So she'd be probably the same age as like a Tinsley. So late teens to early twenties. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, I, without second guessing, will, uh, grab her arm and, uh, just guide her and, uh, run as quickly as I can. Okay. Uh, and look over at Tristan and I'll say, you call that cover? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, the two of you, the three of you, continue to make your way up the stairs. Uh, Tristan is making his way up the stairs. Oksana. Oksana will grab Greenmore. Oh, you're making Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And she'll realize what has happened. Um, and she'll kind of like understanding that they still need to get out she'll start to like hyperventilate 
almost, and her voice will uh, crack as she sort of starts to wail and turns and s- tries to leave the r- leave the room. Okay. With the round ending, with the blood ooze still struggling, I'm going to take us out of combat as Oksana runs out with her friend's tiny body in her hands. At the top of the stairway, there's nothing more or less than pandemonium. As all of you continue to run out the doorway, Oksana and V still a short time behind you all as they make their way outside of the vicinity. Kimberthy looks to you, Basil. I can't thank you enough. You've saved me. You saved my life tonight. No, it's... It's, it's quite all right. I, uh... I'm, I'm sorry. Um, look, is there any place I can find you? Any place safe you can go? I, I, I I'm gonna go back to the institution. I, I do have one question to ask you, though. Of course. Are you the ones from the sky? It would be better if that weren't the case, if you follow my meaning. I understand. You're all heroes in my eyes. I will let people know of what's happened here tonight. But not the gods. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have to go. Um, stay safe. I will. You as well. And she takes off running. Just as she does, you see Oksana and V and Grimoire as they exit the building not far down the street from where you are right now you can see a number of guards rushing towards you without hesitation you all take off running back to the museum as you enter through the doorway You walk into the common room. You see Pluck very focused on stacking the dragon chest pieces on top of one another. However, as he looks up at you with a grand smile, he realizes the seriousness of the situation. The chess pieces scattered to the ground. Oh. 
this wasn't supposed to happen this way. I'm sorry, Puck. Could you could you give us a minute? Um... Of course, of course. As he stands up and walks out the archway, uh, Basil's going to clear uh, one of the display tables. Um, like, just doesn't care. Puts stuff on the floor uh, and lays out a um, a cloth. Where's Oksana? Sorry, go ahead. Is Takarius with us? No, he took off. <sighs> he took off. Oksana holding Grimoire, still very shaky, tears streaming down her face. She takes his body and puts it up on the cloth. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> oh, he has to make me cry. <laughs> and she says very softly, kind of like under her breath, my little man. And then <laughs> she says, he was my hero. And just kneels with her hand. It would be about at the time that you set him down. <clears throat> that you notice a piece of paper sticking out of his shirt. Hold off on that for a second, buddy. As you lay the small babbit down, it weighs nothing. A small furred creature laid out on the blanket. B, Tristan, is there anything you'd like to do? Um, B will just, um, oh no, (laughs) um, and not because of metagaming, but because of what it means to be, she'll take out her music box, uh, and she'll <laughs> and uh, she'll play it, and uh, she'll uh, put a hand on Grimoire and, and say, I'm, "I'm sorry that there's nothing that I could do for you. It was a pleasure to know you, Tristan." Um. I would move towards the Babbitt, look at him, it's like, well, little man, you had a life which was the opposite of your size. You lived it fully, you were grand, you did everything. Now the time has come for you to go on to the next adventure. Have fun over there, little man. And I will step back. As each of you stare down, <clears throat> as each of you stare down at the lifeless small body, Pluck, now standing in the doorway, interjects for a moment. 
I don't mean to intrude, but I thought I might offer something in memorandum of your friend. When I was younger, I spent time on the seas. I met a wonderful captain one day. She was older, but very astute. She taught me a song. Said it was a tradition in a far-off place called Boku. Said her father taught it to her. Larry Lucky, I can't remember his name. They called it the Sonnet of Echoes. As he begins to play his flute, the sound sweeps all around the room. And the notes seem to materialize. An image of Grimoire appears in front of all of you. You see him laughing and chasing pork around the deck of Jed's ship. You see him fearlessly take on two massive cat-like beings with no fear or hesitation. And the last image you see is Grimoire atop Oksana's shoulders as they leisurely thrall, stroll through the market. However, something happens in that moment. Suddenly, the image of Grimoire turns his head towards all of you, each of you with tears in your eyes. As he seemingly jumps down, almost floats off of Oksana's shoulders, as the image of the small babbit now stands directly in front of you. He smiles. And Grimoire, do you have any last words? Oh, you can't do that to me, man. I'm going to break up. Okay. Hey, guys. What's with the bottom works? <laughs> I 
think it's uh I think it's time for me to go now. But you should all know my life wasn't worth living before I met you all. And Agasana. You saved me in more ways than you'll ever know. It's strange. Uh, dying has given me some kind of strange clarity. Starting to, to remember things. Remember that I came from the underdark. That my dad was an inventor. Have we all ever happened to run into some guy that looks like me down there? Just let them know I remembered him. Alright, that's enough. Y'all gotta keep up the fight without me now. As... Let me just say... I finally figured out what I am. And, uh... At that point, he'll disappear. That was tough to get through. As Pluck Songs ends, you're all left in the room. Without much left to say. And as we pan away from the museum. Actually, there's one last bit, if I can. If you'll do me the kindness. Absolutely. And Oksana, if I can metagame your character for a second. As you pulled a note from his shirt. You see a piece of crumpled paper that says, What am I? At the top. With several question marks. On it, you see a list of creatures, including a rabbit, bat, an aarakocra, and a halfling. But all the entries have been crossed out. And at the bottom of the page, you see a crude drawing of the six of you. With the word friend circled at the bottom. I got just just one thing also as as we pan out of the scene Tristan will move towards Grimoire and start trapping the cloth around him and get the coins out to get him ready for his next journey okay as the camera pans away from the museum That, my friends, is not the end. For meanwhile, in a dark cavern, void of any sunlight, 
an individual's footsteps echo around the stone walls. Atop an incline, a strange compound-like building billows thick fumes out of a smokestack. Briskly climbing the incline slope, a frail apprentice wearing Coke bottle glasses walks towards the entrance of a building. Two heavy armored individuals stand guard at the entrance. They're armoring a shimmering gunmetal black, both proudly wearing the sigil of a panther on their chest. Hail, mistress! They both say in unison, as the young girl known as Kimberthy begins to change. The illusion falling away like flecks of ash blowing away in the wind, revealing a similar style of armor. Albeit, this set, a shining red velvet. The crimson-clad warrior walks through the front entrance without acknowledging the guards. She heads down a long hallway before entering what looks like a very large, sterile room. Three individuals wearing robes of silvery white and sky blue, each with a patch crest on their breasts of a forge hammer, circled by a cogwheel. An older man wearing thin glasses and a long gray beard notices the warrior approaching and immediately addresses her. Ah, you've returned. I hope that your visit to the Lucrum estate was successful. Given the devastation that was reported, I can only hope you completed your research you were so adamant on completing. I'll hope you know that some of my colleagues are growing concerned over this project. This is not what the Institute signed up for. A little blood spilt for experimentation in the name of progress is tolerable. But a massacre is beyond what we're willing to do. In fact, I'm starting to wonder if that little stone tablet of yours is beginning to affect you. He glances down. Without removing the helm, the Crimson Warrior looks down to the glowing red stone tablet holstered in her belt line. Looking back up to the man, she walks over and puts her hand on his shoulder assuredly. You're right. She grabs hold of the man's collar and violently slams her head into his helmet. Again, and again, and again till nothing on the man's face is left but pulpy bits. She lets the corpse fall to the ground, with his blood still running down the bridge of the helm's nose. A little blood spilt in the name of progress is tolerable. She turns to the other two, with now looks of shock and terror on both of their faces. Any other feedback neither say a word. Good. Let's keep it that way. 
Crimson Warrior walks towards a door at the other side of the room. As she enters, the room resembles that of a Victorian office, but for a brutal warlord. Disgusting mementos on display on shelves and hung on walls. An attendee stands behind the desk loyally. He wears a red and gold robe, his head completely bald, with a thin mustache that hangs by two thin strands to just below his chin. Welcome back, mistress. I hope your expedition went well. Yes. Very much so. The god seed has been located. And... The target travels with one that holds another tome. Prepare a team. We strike soon. He bows subservently. Right away, mistress. The man leaves the room as the Crimson Warrior approaches the desk. She removes her helm, revealing long, flowing red hair. She stands in front of large portraits, taking in the imagery. Before reaching her hand to the frame, she pulls it open, revealing an archway behind it. Entering into the room, the woman speaks out. It seems your friends have been discovered. It's not long before I get what I want. What say you, Captain? Chained to the back wall, a gith Yankee man with a mullet leads neon green blood, clearly from multiple beatings. What do I say? There's plenty I could say. But there's only one thing worth saying. Lady, you're messing with the wrong crew. Mark my words. Today is the last day of the first day of the last day of the rest of your life. And that, my friends, is going to be a story for another day. Oh, my God. Well. I had a blast. <laughs> Just so everyone's aware. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oof. Well, you guys gotta go to bed. I gotta deal with this all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first real character's death. Oh my god! That's back for D and D. Brutal! Oh my god! I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, and it was all gonna be a dream. Nope, yep. didn't happen. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. You can still lie for a bit. Oh, that's tough. With that said, oh, <laughs> oh, we all just called Green Oil the whole time, which is fine too. <laughs> oh. 
with that said, Bobby, I'm sorry, my friends. This is how the dice rolls sometimes. Wouldn't have it any other way. And hey, the way I look at it is Grimoire went out fervently protecting possibly the only thing he ever loved. That's a warrior's death if I've ever seen one. So, with that said, we've got a giveaway to deal with right now. Oh, let's get let's 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 lighten the mood a little bit more. Let's get something going here. How about that? Um, uh, okay, so for those of you who have not already entered, uh, go ahead and use the command exclamation mark roll, and you yourself could win a set of beautiful... Hold on. I gotta pull it up back up. We don't want to see that Ooh, screen. Let's let's look at them and, and forget the last... Ooh, <laughs> fancy, fancy, fancy dice. Uh, oh, shit. I forgot to put the music on for this one. I'm trying to break the tension. This is where, like... Cutting it like I like like sliced butter. Uh, there's a set of dice you could win right now, made by yours truly. All you have to do is enter exclamation mark roll into the chat right now, uh, and make sure you're following. Because uh, if you are following, fantastic, you can win. Uh, we'll give uh, just a couple quick moments. There were a few redemptions that I'd like to call out. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, we didn't get to them. We were in the midst of combat, and I when you redeem these things. I, I try and get to them as quickly as I possibly can, but it, it's difficult when you're in a moment like that. So if there's anything that was redeemed that I didn't get to, I'll go ahead and uh, and send those bits, or sorry, those channel points back to all of you. Um, okay, I don't see any other entries coming in at this point, so I am going to close them off. And let's go ahead, close the entries... Um, good luck to all of you out there. Hopefully someone we like a lot wins. I'm not going to say specifically if that's true or not when that the winner is called. But just know we probably really, really like you. Can I get a drum roll, please? And the winner of the first pair of official Careful Cantrip C2 dice. The Liquid Lux. None other. Then, while eight zero one, congratulations, my friend. Uh, you have won this fine set of dice. Uh, if you're down in chat right now, let us know. Uh, if you're if you're still around, um, I kind of want to do this where uh, if the person is not here, then we maybe pick someone who is still here. I don't know. Is that sure. wrong? Is that wrong for me I, to do? I, I don't, don't fucking care. I, it's my dice. I don't think it's wrong at all. I think we should give them maybe like 30 seconds. So, oh, they're oh, here. Oh, here. Fantastic. All right. Yay. <laughs> 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 I was worried there for a second, my friend. Uh, so either we'll reach out to you or alternatively, uh, if you want to join our Discord, uh, reach out to myself or Reyna and, uh, and we'll go ahead and get you all set up. Uh, and find out where we're sending these beautiful dice to you. Uh, they're fantastic, my friend. This picture does not do them justice. They're very, very sparkly, and hopefully they roll as many nat 20s as possible for you. Um, okay, well, with that said, that is where we are, where we are going to wrap up for the evening.
Before we go, though, I'd just like to say one last thing. And it really is to all of... Let me move back over to here. To all the DMs out there. Player deaths are hard. They're hard on the table. They're hard on you. And they come at times where you're not expecting them. Make sure to give them the justice that they deserve. Because they mean a lot. Like you saw tonight. Remember that if you were watching. It's important. But with that said, that's where we're going to wrap up for the evening. And wrap up until we come back in a couple weeks' time. But before we leave you, to all the adventurers out there, Whether taking on high society elites and all their nonsense, or fighting against gargantuan creatures that sometimes, sometimes don't miss, I beg you all. One word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. We'll see you when you come when we come back, guys. Love all your faces. Take care. Bye.